Thank you for joining me for another Quick Hits Conversation. I'm Dr. Robin, AKA Mental MacGyver. I provide luxury level high performance support and coaching to executives, founders, celebrities, and athletes. With me today, I have Dr. Rhonda Bompinza Zimmerman. She is the Substance Use Response Coordinator at the Maricopa County Department of Public Health, and she runs marathons. I have Brandon Mahoney. He's the co-founder of LaunchPoint Labs, a national venture firm where he is the expert in creating sales departments. He is known as Dr. Startup. And I have Joe Peachy. He is a speaker, coach, strategist, specializing in results-driven sales training for top sales professionals. The question I have today, how do you navigate a new position that hasn't been completely defined? Brandon, kick us off. So I would say it starts by first recognizing that you're there because you're the expert. If you take it from that approach, you should be able to sit and hopefully understand what you need to do to be successful in your role. Even if that means telling them, hey, I think we need to go in this direction. I've been hired in roles where they, they have been clearly defined, but even I've recognized that what they're asking me to do isn't actually what they need. So telling them, hey, I think we should actually go in this direction instead. I think it starts with just accepting that you're the expert here and they're probably relying on your advice. So be open and willing to give that. I like that idea. I think coming in with a little bit of curiosity is important and kind of learning really what the organization is all about, particularly I'm thinking of a couple of times of maybe there was an organizational change, a structural change, and then my role shifted and, I, and those um, job responsibilities were clearly defined. And I think if it's a, in a new organization, it's really important to network and get to learn different members within that organization's, what their roles are, how the culture is, how the um, organization functions in a way that you know, you can kind of showcase your expertise, skill sets, but also be open to learning that maybe you just don't know everything that you think you know. It's like, you know, you know what you know, but uh, what, what I forget what the famous saying is, you don't know what you don't know, mm-hmm. what have you. you don't know so, what to ask. <laughs> yeah. I like the idea of coming in curious. I, I don't do anything without understanding the scope of everything uh, whether I'm working with a client, if there's a new position, I'm going to ask questions. I'm going to say, hey, what exactly do you want from this project or from this position? Clarifying questions. What are the results you're looking for? How are you going to measure this? What is the scope of work and what are your timelines? And once I have that, now I'm the professional. I got to be proactive. I have to create my own clarity, listen for feedback, but create a direction Uh, how I'm going to measure myself and get started. Let's go. I think there's an aspect of what is the expectation of the leadership of your management? Because it's really easy. I've been in situations where I've come into a situation that wasn't well-defined. I'm doing the things. I'm trying to figure it out. I'm doing the work. And then I get called into a meeting and they're like, you're not performing. And I'm like, to what metric? Like, what are we measuring that I'm not performing on? And I think at that, I was young and I didn't, I didn't go in asking them, hey, what metrics are you using? What are your expectations? Because this this is as clear as mud. I don't know what we're doing here. I think too, in terms of particularly a new employee, setting those initial goals with your manager can be really helpful. Um, Exploring what a performance review looks like within that particular organization, what the 
competencies are mm -hmm. can be really helpful. Um, and like you, Dr. Robin, early on in my career, I didn't think to ask those questions, but they can really be helpful tools to help you navigate some sticky situations. If it's something new within your scope of work that you haven't done before, understanding that maybe you aren't the expert. Maybe there's an opportunity for you to develop some learning opportunities through developmental training and having those heartfelt conversations with your supervisor to just to just grow your skill set. But that takes some self-awareness too and being open to feedback. How do you talk to a manager where you, it's not clear, you don't know what you're supposed to be doing. How do you have that conversation? What does that look like? Because my world is about consultative sales. Mm -hmm. Everything is selling. So the first thing I would ask them is, what are the challenges you're presently having that you want me to fix? So what are three to five things? What are your expectations? What's important to you? What results are you looking for? And the third question I would ask them is, what is your timeline? to get these areas fixed so we can help you hit those results. If they can't answer those questions, you may be in a no-win situation. There's a point where they decided they needed this role and I'd want to understand what happened to make them say, okay, we need to hire someone. I've been in situations where I've gone into a job and again, I was young, but I expected to be trained. Like, tell me what it is you want me to do. Where are the hoops? I will jump through them. And they didn't, they didn't have that. They didn't have an onboarding process. And I think what we're talking about is that if an organization brings you in, they haven't really defined the role. I love your point, Brandon. They created it. What did they want to change? One of the questions that I ask my clients all the time that's really helpful is, what do you want to be different? And maybe there's something there that you can ask a supervisor to say, you brought me in. What did you want to be different? Right. What causes a role to be not defined? I, I think most companies and, and most leadership lack their own clarity. Uh, there's a, a 40 million clarity coaches in America today. And if you ask them some basic questions, they're confused and they're clarity coaches. So when, when the top down leadership does not have their focal point on, on clarity, then everything is going to be confusing. If, that's why I said, if they can't answer basic clarity questions, then you're on your own. But once you're on your own, you're waiting for their feedback. So you have to have your own measuring sticks. Am I hitting certain benchmarks? In, in dealing with really young companies where there's one or two employees and they're just getting ready to hire, oftentimes the challenge is they, they know what they want. And that's usually, I want to increase sales. But they think that the person they hire that does sales also understands marketing strategies, also understands how to advertise on websites and create banner displays. And so when they hire that individual, they have this expectation that they're going to do everything, not realizing that they probably only excel in one specific area. Right. If they're building the ship as you're sailing, you have to have that mentality or the capacity to survive the bumps and be comfortable with the bumps um, until things smooth out. I've been in those situations too, where um, leadership maybe didn't clearly uh, define roles but when they are cognizant of that, it kind of helps you, again, to your point, Joe, set your own metrics in terms of what expectations will look like until that's clearly defined for you. But understand that it can be bumpy and that might not be for everyone. And if it's not, then maybe it's time to maybe look elsewhere. I don't really believe when a person sits down for an interview, sometimes they're not giving clear expectations about what do you really want me to do? So they sign off on it. Before they know, what am I supposed to do here? How are you going to measure me? 
almost like what gets me fired <laughs> and and so if it starts out with confusion the confused mind can't move forward I mean, it starts with the interview what do you want me to do what are your expectations what does the job call for i will not take a, a, a training contract i will not sell any of our services if they can't tell me beyond a shadow of a doubt how they're going to measure success and ROI. Mm -hmm. And that's a really good answer to the next question I was going to ask is if you're in a, a position where you aren't well-defined, you don't really know what they're measuring, how do you protect yourself from being scapegoated? And what I heard you just say there, Joe, was ask a lot of questions and get really good answers. Brandon, do you have any uh, ideas about avoiding being scapegoated? Uh, so similarly, I won't take on a job if I don't know what's, if the expectations aren't clearly defined. And oftentimes that involves me having to help them define them, but I won't accept them until it's, yes, if you can do X, Y, and Z, we'll consider this successful. Exactly. That makes sense. Rhonda, what's your experience? I like the idea too of kind of, if you're in that kind of situation, it's kind of documenting your day, kind of having, again, your own metrics. So if that unfortunate situation comes up where you are being forced into a situation where somebody is trying to uh, out you. You just have that documentation of, of how you've contributed to the success of the organization that maybe that other person doesn't appreciate or even you know, offer any, any feedback in terms of uh, management and leadership skills. So yeah. document document. And I think the ability to do that comes with age. Cause I know when I was young, I just came in, I'm just here to do my job and, and go and play some volleyball. Like I wasn't there to try and figure any of it out. And it, it didn't turn out well for me. I, I did not, I did not play the political game very successfully in the corporate world, shall we say. So that is our 10 minutes. I'm going to cut us off there. Thank you so much for having this conversation with me. And I look forward to seeing each of you again very soon.